Happy podcasting birthday to us. Happy podcasting birthday to us. Happy podcasting birthday to Cask Heads. Congratulations. Happy podcasting birthday to us. Hello and welcome back to Caskets, a podcast about whiskey and it's for whiskey. I'm Jordan and with me is my co-host and brother, Luke. I thought you were going to say Crispy for a hot second there. Nah, Crispy's gone. Crispy's like a a speck of dust on the wind. She's like a... She's like... She's like a ship passing in the night. Well, we're here. It is the season... Two finale? Yeah, season two. Season two finale, because it's our third year anniversary when this has come out. Um, Caskheads, episode one, came out on the 10th of March, and so by the time this is out, it should have been, or very close to, the 10th of March. Mm-hmm. So, we are officially three years old. Woo! Well, that's crazy. Three years and only three bottles of whiskey this entire time, and they've all smelled like sherry. Three years, of course, is important because... Spirit maturing in casks has to be at least three years in a day to be called whiskey. Oh. In I Scotland, did not know that. England, and Ireland. So in those three years, I've learned absolutely nothing. Things smell like whiskey. Sherry, I meant sherry. Yep, we got it in one. <laughs> this just in, folks. Whiskey smells like whiskey. We've had guest stars in those three years. Our father has been in, like, three episodes. Alex, Jordan's friend, has been in... I think been in... been in two. I'm not sure. He could be two or three. Alex I think he one. was in two during whilst I was uh, quarantining away from you guys. Who knows? He was definitely in like one when I was casting another one when I was casting short. And then well, no, because I didn't record any whilst I was had COVID. There was definitely one that came out whilst I was at Cats. Yeah. But uh, we had Alex as well, who is part of the Caffeine Idle Minds team. He is. He knows a lot more about whiskey than me. I don't quite know how he knows more about whiskey than me because I've done more episodes in him, so I don't understand how that works. He He, listens to the episodes. I'm in the episodes. He listens. He dropped some non-canonical cask whisperer lore. In those three years, we have built a tale, a story, a revolution of the cask whisperer who will be having special Cask Whisperer episodes coming out soon. So that's exciting if you are like me and heavily involved in that. So it's really just going to be me and Alex, really. But that's enough. What else have we done in those three years? We've visited Scotland in those three years. (coughs) We went to two real-life, not fake, but real-life distilleries. Saying that actually makes it sound like you, you're just like lying now and you actually didn't go. <laughs> we did go to two distilleries. So we went to some real distilleries. They were, they were so real, for sure we were there. Absolutely, 100%. Um, yes, you have nosed a lot of whiskies. Yep, and that's all that's happened in those three years. You've nosed a lot of whiskies. You've learnt um, about what you call the globules. The globules. Which everyone else calls legs. Um, Globuli. Um, I've... Words I've learnt. Washback. Pulp. Pulp is just your own, own addition <laughs> to this. That's not what you've learnt. <laughs> Distilling. Rye. 
Not just for bread, for whiskey as well. Um, mash. Turn. I was going to say mash isn't just for potatoes, it turns out. Mash ten. Mash ton. Mash ten. Another word I've learned. Look, we're, we're really, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Oh! We're classing it. Found out a hogshead is bigger than I thought. I didn't know that was last episode. Um, Things, whiskeys I remember the most. The one that made me think of turquoise. Wow. No names or anything, just... I believe it was the Jimmy Buffett episode. Jimmy Buffett was ages ago. Yeah. It's the one I remember most. Like season one. Yeah. We're recapping season two. The Cask Whisperer got an enemy in season two. That's true. And they are called? The Stillman. Yes, well done. Who lives in the Cathedral of Bali. The Cathedral of Bali is actually a thing. Um, Someone turned into a tree. (coughs) Um, No, they didn't. And other such fun facts over all this time of whiskey that I've definitely learnt and remembered. Thank you. Now on with the episode. Those clown are my six facts for this one. Thank you. Wow. Well, aside from congratulating ourselves in completely over-the-top ways, um, I thought we'd actually talk about some whiskey. Just for a change. That's Uh, new. We've not done that one yet. Last episode, we reviewed Erin's Cask, which was a private bottling by the Weedram... Uh, or, sorry, it was a private bottling for the Weedram Whiskey Shop in Bakel. And we did mention that we would do a Springbank Whiskey this episode. However, I realised, looking back on the episodes, we actually talked about Springbank in August, which isn't that long ago, really, in the grand scheme of things. Not even a year. So, I kind of made a executive decision to keep going with that theme of Springbank, but we'll talk about Hazelburn, which is one of the releases they also do. Um, so a little bit of a recap about Springbank. Springbank is a distillery in Campbelltown. Um, very, very well renowned. A lot of demand at the moment for Springbank because a lot of collectors go absolutely crazy for it. However, they make seriously nice whiskey if you actually get to drink it as well. Now, as we dis- as we discussed last time, Springbank do three different styles of whiskey. They have the Springbank label, which is done... Actually, do four now. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Springbank is 2.5 times distilled and it is lightly peated. They often use American and sherry oak for the maturation. You have Hazelburn, which is triple distilled, unpeated, and the standard release is American oak cask matured. Very kind of light, floral, vanillary whiskey. Um, now, interestingly, although it's unpeated, it does actually have a little faint bit of peatiness some people pick up on because they don't wash the stills out afterwards in between. And then the final style that they do, well, sorry, the third style that they do in single malts is Longro. Um, and Longro is a double distilled, heavily peated whiskey. Um, and again, American Oak has matured. So three different styles, three different distillation styles, three different peat levels, lots of different cask kind of ratios going on in things. And that's the variety of whiskies. They also do a blended malt these days called Campbelltown Lock. Now, Campbelltown Lock used to be available before, but it was a blend. They had grain whiskey in there. Um, the kind of newer releases have Springbank in there, Hazelburn in there, Longrow in there. Um, and I believe they have um, Kilcarran from the Glengyle Distillery they also own. And I think they have Glen Scotia. So they have all the Campbelltown styles go into this blend. And if you get a chance to try Campbelltown Lock, actually, thoroughly recommend it. But we're not reviewing that today because... We're talking about Hazelburn. I'll have a joke about Hazelburn, I'm going to be honest. There's one, like, somewhere in there, but it's not occurred to me yet. I will tell you when I do. 
Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> now, a little bit of history about Hazelburn itself. Hazelburn, much like Longro, actually takes its name from one of Campbelltown's lost distilleries. You see, at one point, there were 33 distilleries in Campbelltown, I believe, off the top of my head. Um, it was the whiskey capital of the world. It did seriously well, and uh, part of this was down to the naturally kind of deep harbour, so it was great for ships for exporting whiskey. And a lot of their whiskey actually obviously went over to America and stuff on the USA, or in the USA, rather. Um, however, the Hazelburn range, which is released by Springbank, actually started um, in 1997, which would make, like... I can't even work out how long Hazelburn's been going. That's, that's 1997. math. 1997? Yeah, 97. That was, like... Five or so years ago. Five or so years ago, yeah, obviously. No, I will um, cleverly edit and insert the number Twelve. Like the to calculate it. 32. 52 then. It was 52. 52 years ago. I think that one might be right. I think it was 52 years ago. That one could be right. I don't think so, somehow. Um, so, yeah, Hazelburn's been going since 1997, apparently, which is quite a long run, obviously. Um, and this triple distilled kind of style, like I say, it creates a lighter kind of floral, creamier kind of whiskey. And obviously triple distilling is more often used over in uh, in Ireland. However, the Scottish distilleries do do it as well. Most notably, Ockentoshan always triple distills. Um, ben Rins, which is in space, I'd used to triple distill. Um, and then there are other distillers that do do um, special triple distilled releases. So you have things like Ben uh, Ben Romack. They do a triple distilled occasionally. Um, what's up? Are you saying 1997? 97. I thought you meant the 70s. No, when I said 1997, funnily enough, I meant... The 7 really was the only number that stuck in my head, so I thought you were making the 70s. So yeah, it would not have been no, 52 it, it years No, it definitely ago. wouldn't have been 52 years It would have been ago. like 26. You say putting your calculator away. Oh, my God. I was correct. Yeah, sorry. I thought it was the 70s. I was picturing really cool 70s whiskey. Jiving on a dance floor with their flares. Their brown cord jackets. Other 70s things. That So 70s show was just coming out. Wi-Fi didn't exist. They used newspapers. <clears throat> uh, the Mandalorian show wasn't even a thing back then. The Mandalorian show wasn't a thing anymore. The Last of Us... Not anymore, just at that point. However, it had already happened as it is... 97, would that a be... A long, long time ago in a galaxy far Lost World Jurassic Park kind of time? I don't know. Just I was a baby. 1997. How do you know that? You're only a few years older than me. Thundercats was prominent. So two uh, epic things came out of the 90s. We had me. Hazelburn in 1997 and we had The Lost World Jurassic Park. And me. Don't forget, I mean, that was a lot of Jeff Goldblum in that film. Oh, you know what? I'll let it slide. Yeah. It had all the dinosaurs and it had Jeff Goldblum. Scheduling announcement. GNF Season 2 trailer is coming out on the 16th of March. That's a Sunday. It might already be out by the time of posting this. It might be out tomorrow by the time of posting this. But 16th of March, that's GNS Radio Season 2 trailer. We're currently writing Season 2. Then we're going to start recording it. There's going to be a bonus episode somewhere in there. But stay tuned. Listen out for that. If you haven't already listened to Season 1 of GNS Radio, give it a listen. It's about... 
GNS Radio is a dystopian story told through one radio host announcement about the town's mysterious unfolding events after a takeover from an evil corporation. Join us as we follow the story surrounding missing citizens, strange experiments, and an old radio host that just up and left one day. That's season one. Season two, we're going to have a new summary. That'll be in the season two trailer. I'm not going to spoil it now. You'll just have to wait and see on March... The 16th. It's a Sunday. That's the 12th. <laughs> On March the 12th. That's a Sunday. I was making a joke. <laughs> March the 16th is actually a Thursday. The trailer's stopping March the 12th. It's a Sunday. Just add that over every time I played the 16th. <laughs> March the 12th. 12th of March. GNS Radio Season 2 Trailer. And now, back to the episode. So yes, Hazelburn, lighter kind of triple distilled, and the big reason I picked this particular one is, um, although we can do a comparison if you want to, we can compare the two styles, because I have a bottle of Hazelburn 10 open, the standard release, which is a bottle of 46, but this is the 2023 release of Hazelburn, which is a 12-year-old Oloroso Sherry Cast Matured whiskey, entirely Oloroso Sherry Cast Matured, hasn't been in American Oak Cast at all, and so actually that sounds like a really fun thing to do. Let's do a side-by-side comparison. I'd like to you know when I smell it and guess Sherry, it's not because I've remembered you've said sherry it's because i would have said that regardless of what it's been matured in no i was thinking it so knows this one whilst i oh, sort okay. out the second one this is a yellow one it's quite a light one i'll give you that yes it doesn't smell like much i'm gonna be honest it smells it just smells like alcohol it's um, very light very delicate you mean to say not it doesn't smell like much kind of smells like alcoholic air i would say is what the air around the whiskey smells like but it doesn't make me want to go hubba, hubba, da, like some of them do. Oh, uh, um, the stick parts. Uh, I found one particularly. It started off slow, but then wow, that was that was a fast boy. So they kind of go slow, but then they get quite fast. And I do mean quite fast, because sometimes they start slow and go to a medium. These are like full on off to the races going on these these sticks. You can have the one that smells of air alcohol. Uh, so yeah, Hazelburn 10, bottle of 46%. Uh, entirely American oak cast mature. That's why it's such a light kind of color. Very kind of like nice hay golden straw kind of color. Now um, on the nose, actually, uh, lovely kind of sweetness, green orchard fruit, certainly I think a bit more pears, apples kind of flavour, very summery whiskey. Um, yeah, it's like not a lot of spice to it at all, it's a very gentle kind of, I, I love Hazelburn actually. Was that one Hazelburn? I thought this one was Hazelburn. We're doing two different Hazelburns and comparing them. Oh, I didn't know. Now, Matt, ooh, on the palate. Oh! <laughs> it's almost a bit, um... You still got that crisp kind of green orchard fruits, but there's almost a bit of chocolatiness to it. It's a little floral as well, actually. I really do. Like I say, I think of Hazelburn as being quite a summery whiskey. That's why I like it. It's Hazelburn, 12 years old in Oloroso, 49.9%, raw 25 release. 2023 release. I don't know how I misread that twice wrong. 
brackets. So, this one, it's darker than the other one. Hazelburn is also part of Springbank. Not many people know that. We've already discussed it, but yeah. Uh, it's pulp free. I'm assuming the other one was pulp free. I didn't check. Actually, it was all the pulp. Ugh. This one's pulp free. I'd say it's like five shades darker. Um. Oh, I've fa- let me find some sticks. They've moved before I could find. Oh, more sticks are forming. I'd say. That, well, these ones are quite fat. They're thickums, stickums. I'm going to do another spin because I missed all the sticks. Oh, well, that's a really big one. That's like the biggest stick I've seen. So the sticks are big and quick. Yep. They were like, honestly, I'd say they're branches. Um, smells of sherry. But not very strong of sherry. It doesn't smell overwhelmingly of sherry. It smells like sherry adjacent. Like it's sherry, but it's not sherry. And if you've been listening to these past two seasons, you'll know what I mean. Um, Yeah, it's like sherry with a hint of air. Yeah, that's how I'd sum this one up. <laughs> You're the only person I know that would make a crispy uh, a whiskey cry about itself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I try my best. So, a lot darker, like you were saying. Far more kind of deep amber kind of colour. Um, on the nose, really rich. Deep kind of fruits. Now, just trying it, it really coats the mouth a bit more. It, it, it clings. It's got a nice kind of... Um, would you say it's like cling film? It's like a deeper sweetness to it, in because like the, the does it, <clears throat> Hazelburn Ten, I always think has a nice kind of light honey side to it, but I think this is more kind of deeper, kind of like um, a muscovado. No, I'm I'm thinking more kind of like caramelly kind of. Yeah, what like if you've just of... bitten into a, a dairy milk caramel bar and you got that lovely stringy gooeyness in between. Mm. Like oh, what like a like a. Uh, a curly whirly, mm. but, but not a brittle mm. one. You got it in one, a non-brittle curly whirly. The thing is with curly whirlies, they are not dependent on temperature as to if they will be brittle or caramelly, because it could be the warmest day out, the chocolate could be fully melted, that caramel will still be hard as rocks. No, I have a theory. Once it's gone, once it solidifies, it never goes back. Once it solidifies, it never goes back, the new catchphrase. Yeah, I don't trust a curly whirly. They look like they're up to their own devices. I'm suspicious of them at best. I think there's two curly whirly factories. And they just, they put both into the supply chain. You know the audiences that are like, in different countries, probably have no idea what a curly whirly is and they're going to be Googling this? Curly whirly, it's a chocolate, but it goes in like wiggly whoop lines over each other. It's also like the most waste of space chocolate bar. And inside of it is caramel, but that caramel can either be brittle than the earth itself or the most stringy caramel that you could stretch for eight miles before it would release itself from the other part of the curly whirly. But and because you... it's like this crisscross design, don't get me wrong, love the taste of curly whirly, but because of the crisscross design, there's so much like open, empty space in between the crisscrosses. You're like, why did they waste this much space in a bar? It's really bad for packaging and stuff. They were peak 2000s chocolate is what I'm saying. I think you can still get them. <clears throat> yeah, but like the branding and everything was really 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, even at 49.9%, it's got a lot more alcohol to it, obviously, but it's still really nice and rounded. Um, what I love also is I'm just not sure if Springbank accidentally added that little bit too much water to this, and they it's, they were going for 50, and it just hit 49.9. Because I think this is the first time I've ever seen a 49.9% ABV 12-year-old whiskey. I'd like to think they intended it a 49.9. They were like, nah, stop. Trust me. Don't you hit dare hit 0.8. We've done that 0.1%. It's too much. That 0.1% is where all the sherry smell is. So, yeah, I think it really is a nice contrast between the two. Um, now, what's interesting is, like I say, I love Hazelburn for it being different and I really like it in the summer but I, I don't think I'd like this in the summer it's a lot deeper and it's a lot more body to it and it is it's more of a wintry whiskey so it's really interesting trying them side by side does it have that emotional depth I mean even just just smelling the glasses the, well the, the whiskey inside the glasses side by side and it's it is it's that lovely gentle light sweet kind of um, again pear dropsy kind of style that, that on the on the ten year old, you said pad drops for too many things. I don't think you remember a pad drop. I had pad drops the other day. You had pad drops the other day. Yes, but yeah, I think it really is a wonderful experience to uh, try. Also, it's worth pointing out. I think there were nine thousand bottles worldwide, so it's nice to know that at least this one's been drunk. Well, I think that about concludes the episode. That oh, was five the, facts. Five. That was the episode. I feel like I've not learned enough yet. I zone out for a lot of it. <laughs> mm. You usually do. Five facts, go. 30 minutes? Normally our episodes are an hour long. Five facts, go. Five facts. Hazel Burns part of Springbank. It's one of their releases, yes. Um, is 12 years old. This release is. Not Hazel Burn. Um, 1997. Was when the range we began, yes. Um, if we got to the part where I started zoning out, I think. What, one of them... Is a American oak ten-year-old? Men- yes. Me- yes. The standard ten-year-old is American oak release. Oloroso. You've already talked about that. Oh. Did I? Yeah. And when you were on about the twelve-year-old. I didn't say it was in sherry. I said it was twelve years old. They're both pulp-free. <laughs> That's not a fact. It is because some of them come with pulp. None of them come with pulp. Some of them come with pulp. Nine thousand. 9,000. There were 9,000 bottles of the 12-year-old release. Yes, we'll go with that. Yes, that's five facts. You'll sign out. Well, this has been cast. Oh, sorry, before you do, any cast whisper lore you want to put for the finale of season three? Oh, my gosh. Like, obviously, uh, if it's big, I'll put it in a separate episode, but do you just want to drop a little bit of season three, uh, so the finale of season two, rather? What happened last cast whisper lore? Actually, you know what? The cast whispers had a busy two years. Three years. The Cask Whisperers had a busy three years. It's weird. In fact, around. compared to the three years before these three years, I'd say a very big improvement on his life because it's almost like no one heard about him before three years ago. It's not my fault. People don't do their history research. Cask Whisperers had a be- busy three years. He's having a hymn day. He's putting on his tropical duster. <laughs> He's packing his suitcase. He's got a little sun hat. The little quarter cast that he carries with him has got some sun cream on its nose. And they're going to the Bahamas for a week. He's got some flip-flop biker boots. And he's taking a day off. 
Because crime might never sleep. But the cask whisperer needs a nap. And so does a little quarter cask. And maybe, maybe when he's on this holiday, he'll turn left with his drink with a coconut that's got 18 umbrellas and a very curly straw on, whilst the little quarter cask is in the ocean and a inflatable dinghy, but he's watching it, he's a good parent. And then he'll turn left and he'll see, right there, the Stillman. Also on vacation, but wearing a less cool tropical shirt. And then he'll know that he's won. <laughs> and then they'll look at each other. The cask whisperer will dip his head. And for a second, his sun hat will block his eyes in his nod. And the stillman will nod back. They'll ignore each other because they're on an all-inclusive holiday. And he'll put down his coconut drink with his eight umbrellas and curly whirly straw. And he'll Not go- a curly whirly chocolate ball straw. Because that would melt. And he'll go into the water. And he'll do that parent thing where he'll just gently push the little quarter cask on his little inflatable dinghy around the water and the stillman will leave him alone and he'll feel nice and relaxed. Now she's signing out. So this has been Caskheads. It's a podcast for whiskey about whiskey. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. I've been Luke. This has been Jordan. Thank you. We, ha- we talk about whiskey. Yeah, you might have heard over the episode. I'd like to thank Adrian and Alison of We Drown Whiskey Shop in Bakewell. They know lots of whiskey. They also sell gin. There's a website. It's www.wedram.co.uk. We also have our own website. That's caffeineadlemines.co.uk. And it has a www in front of it. It's got w. It's www. CaffeineAddleMinds.co.uk We've also got other things. D- scheduling announcement. Which was in this episode. Which was in this episode. So remember that GNS Radio Season 2 trailer coming out March 12th. Which is a Sunday, not March the 16th. Which is a Thursday. But you know, it's the Sunday, March the 12th. If it's not out then, it'll be on March the 16th. <laughs> Should be March the 12th. So professional. Uh, we've got a YouTube. It's Caffeine Adult Games now. Jordan never uploads onto it, but hopefully that'll change. <laughs> More projects coming soon, I guess. Maybe, possibly. The Instagram. Check out the Instagram. That's Caffeine Adult Minds on Instagram. We make posts when we release new episodes, new trailers, other things on that too. When we go on holiday. <laughs> when we go on holiday to Scotland. <clears throat> So check out that and follow us on there. You can send us messages and be like, hey, have you tried this whiskey? And I'll be like, hey, Jordan, have you tried this whiskey? You can be like, whoa, that episode of GNS Radio, that was wild. And I'll be like, oh, I know, right? Crazy. Anyway, thanks for listening. And as always. And as always, we'll leave you with this one editing goof. Bye. Bye. Prime bottle opening. Well, you see, I... I do like Hazelburn in the summer. Oh, you normally put the blop by the microphone. You're right, that's that's a rookie mistake. Can for, can for season three, the intro music just be a... Like a, a bunch of bottles going blop. And then like glugging. Glug, 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 glug. Could that be the new intro for season I, actually, three? Actually, it's interesting you said that. I'm genuinely thinking of doing trying to do like a Foley version of like a bottle opening and glugging. And then you just going... And then we're going like... You know, like the mouthfeel or whatever, you're like, ah. <laughs> I do not want. Mm.
in the intro. 